Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Let us begin today's podcast by reading 1 John chapter 1, verses 8-10, through 10, where John writes, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Not too long ago, a teenage boy and his friend were driving around on New Year's Day. They were good friends, and they were having a good time together. Suddenly, the driver noticed the lights of a police car in the rearview mirror. He looked at a speedometer and, for the first time, noticed how fast he was actually going. He knew he would be in big trouble with his parents for getting a ticket, and so instead of stopping and letting the police officer give him that ticket, he decided to drive faster. And no matter how fast he drove, the police stayed close. And when he rounded a corner and saw another police car waiting for him, he knew he was in even bigger trouble. After pulling his car to the side of the road beside a wide river, the driver jumped out of the car and ran into the river's edge. His friend followed him. They both dove into the cold water. A few moments later, the friend swam back to the shore where the police met him and wrapped him in blankets. The driver, however, disappeared. For the next three days, the police searched the river for the boy, and on the fourth day, they found his body. One of his aunts, who watched the search efforts every day from the riverbank, said the boy probably panicked because he did not want to tarnish his record. She said we always stress to him to stay out of trouble. He's never been in trouble before. That true story is made even sadder by the realization that if that driver had just admitted his wrongdoing and accepted his punishment, he would not have died that New Year's Day. You know, sometimes we're tempted to run from our sins. We don't want to admit that we made a wrong choice, and we're afraid of the punishment that we might get. But God wants us to know that when we make a wrong choice, we don't need to run from Him. He says if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, every wrong. In other words, God will forgive us. He doesn't promise that we'll always escape the consequences of our wrong choices, but He does promise that He will always forgive us and cleanse us. And so I want to go back to our passage, and I want to break this down just a little bit so that we understand what John is saying. John has introduced the ideas of walking in the light and being cleansed from sin, but he did not for a moment believe that a Christian can become sinlessly perfect. Hence why he says, if we say we have no sin. To think this of ourselves is to deceive ourselves, and to say this of ourselves is to lie. In other words, the truth is not in us. There are few people today who think they are sinlessly perfect, yet not many really think of themselves as quote-unquote sinners. There are many people that will say, I make mistakes, or I'm not perfect, or I'm only human, but usually they say such things to excuse or to defend. This is very different from knowing and admitting, I am a sinner. To say that we have no sin puts us in a very dangerous place because God's grace and mercy is extended to sinners, not to those who make mistakes, or I'm only human, or no one is perfect, but sinners. We need to realize the victory and forgiveness that comes from saying, I am a sinner, even a great sinner, 
but I have a Savior who cleanses me from all sin. And so to confess simply means to say the same as. When we confess our sin, we are willing to say and believe the same thing about our sin that God says about our sin. Just think about Jesus' story about the religious man and the sinner who prayed before God. Jesus said the Pharisee bragged about how righteous he was, while the sinner stood afar off and just said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The one who confessed his sin was the one who agreed with God about how bad he was. You see, confession must be personal. To say, God, if we made any mistakes, please forgive us. That isn't confession because it isn't convinced by saying if we made. It isn't personal by saying if we made. And it isn't specific by saying if we made any. And it definitely isn't honest by saying mistakes. God is faithful and just to forgive us. Because of Jesus' work, the righteousness of God is our friend, ensuring that we will be forgiven because Jesus paid the penalty of our sin on the cross. God is being faithful and just to forgive us in light of what Jesus did. The promise of 1 John 1.9 shouldn't lead us into sin, saying, hey, I'll go ahead and sin because I know that God's going to forgive me. It should lead us out of sin, knowing that God could only be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins because the wrath we deserved was poured out on this sin. Let us realize that each sin carries with it its own measure of wrath. So there's a sense in which each sin we commit added to the agony of Jesus on the cross. There is no more sure evidence that a person is out of fellowship with God than for someone to contemplate or to commit sin with the idea that I can just ask God to forgive me later. Since God is light and in him is no darkness at all, we can be assured that the person who commits sin with this idea is not in fellowship with God. If we say that we have not sinned, if we deny the presence of sin, we are self-deceived and we are denying God's word. If we refuse to see sin in us, we show that Jesus is not in us either. It's as one commentator said, No man was ever kept out of God's kingdom for his confessed badness. Many, however, are for their supposed goodness. Once again, I want to thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing, pursuing the pinnacle. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and you seek him in all things. Until next time, God bless. God bless.